0: Hello, my name is Danny Latoni and you are listening to How It's Reported on the Emerald Podcast Network. Today I have Carrington Powell. Pa- Can you tell me how you pronounce your last name, Powell? Powell. Powell. Okay, so like
1: like it, like it looks. Powell's Books and Powell Lake.
0: Carrington Powell. Tell us what you do, Carrington.
1: I am a News reporter for the Daily Emerald.
0: Do you have like a specific beat?
1: Technically, I'm on the student groups beat, but I think I've only done two stories that are actually about student groups. Mostly, it's just been about things I find interesting.
0: Which is the way we all want it to be, right? Yeah. How long have you been with the Emerald so far?
1: I just joined up at the beginning of this year. Beginning of the school year.
0: School year. So you started like a couple months ago?
1: Yeah. So how's it been? It's been great. All of last year, I was trying to find ways I could actually start doing journalism and start reporting, mm-hmm. and I couldn't find anything. And now that I'm actually like doing it, like I'm in it, it's so much fun.
0: What clued you into the Emeralds? Did you just look into things and decide that's what you wanted to do? Or did someone talk to you about it?
1: I was in a academic residential community last year, which is kind of a, the journalism arc. And so the head of that arc, Charlie Butler, randomly emailed my now editor and said, hey, Carrington would be pretty good for the Emerald. Ask him if he wants to apply.
0: I feel like it's always nice to have someone recommend you and like reach out rather than you reaching out to other people. It always feels nice.
1: Yeah, I would have probably waited until it was too late to apply. Yeah. If that hadn't happened.
0: I mean, you've already written two stories, you said. Um, Total or just about student groups?
1: Oh, two stories about student groups. The rest of them are about other stuff like the bell.
0: What got you interested in the bell story other than the obvious?
1: Well, uh, there was a survey posted on the University of Oregon subreddit mm-hmm. where uh, a guy just said, hey, take this survey. I want to see what people think about the bell because it's right in the center of campus and it goes off four times an hour. So I pitched it to my editors and they were like, this would be a great story. Go and reach out to this person. And all went uphill from there. What? What do
0: you say was your highlight writing this story?
1: Oh, the highlight was definitely going on the roof of the EMU and actually looking at the bells. Oh,
0: man. See, we were talking before about how little I like heights The Carrington was.
1: I don't know why, but I just love heights. At some point, I want to go up to the top of the PLC and just like stand up there and look around. It's so much fun.
0: I could not... Did you have any suspicion at all that it would be an actual bell? Were we all pretty solidly aware that it was going to be a PA system?
1: No, yeah, I knew just researching it beforehand that it wasn't a real bell. It's been a long time since it's been a real bell. It was set up in the 1950s originally, and it's gone through, I think, three renovations overall. They still have one of the older systems, which is like a traditional-looking megaphone type of bell, like sitting down on the inside of the building. It's cool.
0: So what did research about that look like? How did you conduct that research to figure out the history of the bell?
1: I did try and look up stuff about the bell, which didn't really turn out too well. But then I interviewed uh, Lori Woodward, who's the director of the EMU. And during the course of that interview, she told me all about the history of the bell.
0: I mean, how has research looked for your other other stories that you've done. You've said that you've done a couple since joining the Emeralds. How has this differed from what you've done previously?
1: I guess from my other stories, I have a lot of differing people telling me sort of their differing opinions on uh, a singular topic, but this one, I mean, is just straight. How long has the bell been around? How many times has it been renovated? That kind of thing.
0: Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the bell?
1: I live far away enough that I don't hear it when I'm at home or in my apartment. But when I'm on campus, like when I'm in the Emerald Newsroom, you can definitely hear it when you have the windows open. And it's really weird to hear it every 15 minutes. Like at the beginning of the school year, I was so confused whenever I heard the bell go off at like 1.45. It's strange to have a bell go off that often.
0: Yeah, I agree. I definitely thought prior to discussing the story and then reading it this week that the bell only went off like every hour because i'm not on i'm not outside of buildings enough to hear it and then learning that it went off every 15 minutes it's kind of crazy and i didn't even think about the fact that people in the dorms were gonna have to suffer through that that's i would be very annoyed as well
1: yeah a lot of people from the reddit survey who responded to it were actually from llc and they really didn't like it i talked to a ra i interviewed an ra from llc and uh, he just absolutely hates it so much. Like he says that because of the way LLC is shaped, like a kind of a horseshoe shape, mm-hmm. it reverberates the noise in between the dorms. And so even when he's sitting like in his room with his headphones on, listening to music, studying, he can still hear it.
0: Sitting in the EMU with everybody talking is distracting enough from my work <laughs> Having to do with a bell every two sec, not two seconds, every fifteen minutes specifically, that would be a lot. Yeah, going back a little bit, you you know, you've had a couple stories lined up. What is it that you
1: are looking to do? If you have any idea, I don't know. Honestly, I think my dream job would be sitting in a box having little pieces of paper with writing on them sent through, and then I edit the pieces of paper and. Put them back out, but I don't think that's really a job I can have. I'm still trying to figure out where I want to go with journalism. So, what made you choose journalism in the first place? Uh, I've been a writer for my entire life, even before I could write. I drew pictures of stories, and so it just kind of felt like what I should do with my life, since it's just naturally something I'm good at and naturally something I want to do.
0: So, what about journalism and the aspect of writing journalistically appealed to you?
1: Uh, I found that I like telling people's stories. Like there's the stories of like big politics and huge stories that impact everyone across the United States, but I think the bell story is my favorite story just cuz it's it's not the most important story ever, but it's it's very important to some people. And I think those little things are much more interesting in terms of story.
0: Yeah, local journalism it's definitely like something that specifically is impacting us on campus. Someone who lives maybe an hour out of Eugene probably won't pick this up and understand exactly why it's so important. But on campus, it's a hot topic.
1: Mm. I think journalism is trying to get people to care about a particular story. And I think I'd rather people care about local things, things that they can change. Mm-hmm. Solutions journalism.
0: Something that caught my eye when reading the piece was specifically the tone. It was kind of funny, almost. Like, I remember reading it, and there's I just couldn't help but laugh a little bit.
1: Trying to take it 100% seriously and saying that, like, oh, this is the biggest issue on campus, we have to solve this now, is not going to fit the article. So having a kind of funny sense, because it is kind of funny just having a bell that just goes on too long, <laughs> I think fits the story better. It makes it more enjoyable to read.
0: Mm-hmm. And how, how is it approaching a story that
1: isn't important but does matter to people? I do like having some kind of humor in my articles because I'd rather people come away from reading one of my articles and feeling good rather than bad. So part of the reason I even picked this story to write about is because I thought, you know, it, it was going to make people laugh a little bit when they read it it's small and annoying but it's kind of funny to have it around Mm
0: -hmm. there is a place for satire and for comedy in journalism i think and especially now you have like one of the main ways that people consume news almost is
1: through satirical news programs like
0: we definitely need some humor in our news sometimes
1: yeah i think at some point politics gets kind of ridiculous Mm -hmm. and so you have if you take it seriously no one's going to listen to it. Mm-hmm. What do you want to write stories about now that you've gotten a little bit of a feel for what you do? Uh, I think if I specialize, it would be stories about things that people normally like look over, their eyes glaze over it like a bell. Like a lot of the people that I talked to didn't even realize like you didn't even realize the bell would go off, not every hour. I want to be able to like keep my eyes and ears open and see the things that other people, are so used to seeing that they don't even question it. And I guess right about, hey, why don't we question this? Like, why, why do we have a bell that rings four times an hour and keeps people up at night? I'm always looking around to see where the next story is.
0: Well, thank you for coming in.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: See you next time.